0: Discover Your Light podcast is dedicated towards helping the listeners realize that true power, wisdom, healing and guidance lies within them. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Discover Your Light podcast. We are your host Pawan.
1: And Muskan. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about becoming free from the mind.
0: So in order to be free from the mind we have to understand that what is the mind. We have to understand the mind, not control it. A lot of people think that it's about controlling the mind, controlling the thoughts. But the thing is that the more you try to control something within your mind, the more it starts controlling you. Because control is an act of suppression. There is a tension created in you when you are trying to control your thoughts. But here we are going to talk about how to literally transcend thought, how to be aware of it, how to be conscious of it and realize that you are not your thoughts. So to understand the mind let's start with a newborn baby. An adult and a newborn baby both have brains but an adult also has a mind because the newborn baby does not yet has the conditioned idea of I, the identity and all the information that we accumulate through our society, through this fear-driven matrix. So on the basis of all the information, all our conditioning, we have a sense of I and on the basis of that information, we think thoughts and no matter what kind of thought you are saying whether you are saying it out loud or you are doing some inner chatter always at the center point there will be your sense of self your i so in order to think you need i i'm thinking about this i'm thinking about that without the i you can't think the thought needs the i and another thing the thought needs the mind needs to function is language so so these two things that We created for our own convenience, the name that we give to each other for the clarity that who's who, we can't exist here without naming each other. And the other thing, the language. That itself has become a bad because language can't perceive silence. Language is just existing in the realm of thinking, not knowing, not awareness, not consciousness. And that mind likes to categorize everything. It likes to put everything inside a box. So this is the mind. And it goes much deeper than that. But this is the basic understanding of mind that it is a construct. You can't touch it physically. It is just a concept inside of inside your own head that this is me. These are my thoughts. These are my belief systems. This is who i think i am now the thing is that it is heavily conditioned and it is so heavily conditioned with fear self-judgment and because of that your self-image is something that is not empowered there is an inner critic in you that is always judging you and you are not really free you are always existing in this box of mind And you are always judging yourself on the basis of that so in order to be free from that you need something beyond the mind and that is what the purpose of meditation is to make you experience something that is not existing inside this mind you can also say to realize something to get into a state where where there is no mind where you are able to realize that i am not my thoughts It is a realization. It is not something that you have to possess. I have possessed no mind. I know myself. No, not like that. But you experience, you go into that zone and you see that I am the big blue sky and there are clouds floating by. These are thoughts and I am the sky and these are the clouds. There is a separation. I am not identified with the clouds. So this is the greatest realization the meditation can give you and through that you can access the higher consciousness. And only through understanding the mind, questioning your thoughts, and realizing yourself as consciousness, you can free yourself from your conditioned mind.
1: Yes. And the mind, as I see it, it's something that is not related to our physical brain. So a lot of people confuse brain with our mind. But the mind, you can see it as something which people have given so much energy to because of fear, survival, greed, jealousy, all kinds of things and it has been given so much energy to and because whatever you feed your energy into it starts to manifest in the physical form or it starts to become a thought form from a thought that's how the mind was created because so much energy was fed into it and the moment you begin to believe that your mind is you that is when you start feeding your energy into the reality that your mind is projecting and then that reality starts to manifest in the physical form so i'll give you an example whenever you have a decision to make and you start listening to other people's opinions you're not yet connected to your inner guidance And different people will give different opinions to you. All kinds of crazy ideas are taking place in your mind. At that very moment, you have to realize that mind is like, for me, it's like the fourth dimension. Mind is where everything else, everything is existing. So when you go to sleep and you have dreams, in your dreams, all kinds of things are appearing. Some are crazy, some are weird, and they're not in your control. That's how I feel mind is. Because mind is capable of generating all kinds of thoughts within you. Good, bad, and you have no control over it. Because you are the pure consciousness. You're not here to control the mind. You're not here to analyze the mind. Or try to compartmentalize it. Or try to put it in a box. Or to dissect it. You're here to become aware that you are not the mind. So in the example that I was giving... When you have all these ideas and so many opinions within you, you start to feel so much out of center and whichever opinion that you choose to believe in, that starts to govern your reality. So again, you have fed that opinion that may have not come from the higher self or the source energy and you started giving your energy to it. So now your reality is going to be governed by those fear-based beliefs or those fear-based patterns, whatever program that belief, that particular opinion was feeding into, that was a part of the mind. So, to become free from the mind, you have to first of all, very simply, just the way that you put it right now, we have to become aware that we are not the mind. Because this realization in itself is so comforting, it's so soothing, it's so easy and simple. Because a lot of the suffering that we go through begins when we believe everything that we are thinking. And it becomes so hard because it's like we are stuck in this loop of our mind. There's so much confusion. There's so many scenarios that our mind is creating. We are being tossed around like a salad by our own thoughts when we are to attach with those thoughts. And it doesn't matter how much you think aware or awakened you are, everyone experiences thoughts generating within them. It's just like an infinite web of consciousness because energy is everywhere. So anytime thoughts arise within you, instead of trying to control them, just view them. Just view them and see that all these scenarios may have been something that were fed by particular humans in certain time of history or maybe now and that is belong belonging to the unconscious way of living which means that these beings may have practiced and believed in these thoughts and their realities are being governed by these beliefs now which means that the thought has taken a physical form, it has materialized that is our greatest capability as humans that whatever we choose to feed our energy into, it materializes for us so, you receive all these thoughts because you are a part of the human collective. You are a part of the human collective. So, you receive all these thoughts. At that very moment, your greatest responsibility is to become aware that you are not that thought. And the next thing is to make a conscious choice to dismantle that matrix or that dismantle that particular paradigm in which that thought was fed so much in which that thought or that particular unconscious program was so much energized. That's why it still exists. So you dismantle it by making a different choice based upon what authenticity or what your unique path is asking for you. So taking an example, if you have a belief system that you will have to work for the entire day or you will have to work very, very hard and just drain yourself completely to earn money or to attract abundance or to live in abundance in your life, then this thought form was fed so much by certain people and when you grew up, you absorbed and you believed them also. Now your greatest assignment could be to completely dismantle it. Now how to dismantle it for you is to realize that this is a belief system and it may have controlled my life for a very long time because I wasn't aware at that time but now i am aware and i now i make a conscious choice to let this programming go and to not be a slave of it anymore and from now on i am going to live my life free from any fritters of thoughts on my head on my field on my aura on my life and i'm going to clear my field completely and i'm going to move putting one step in front of the other choosing my highest alignment so for you the highest alignment in the present moment may be doing nothing in the highest alignment may be for you to not take any action at all until you feel clear the highest alignment for you may be to change that situation maybe to leave that job or to leave that particular state or city or even leaving that mindset mindset behind yourself and making a different choice a choice that feels like freedom to you, a choice that feels like you are walking your authentic path and you're not being governed by something. So, whenever you are governed by something that is unconscious, you will feel very, very heavy within yourself. You will feel like there's a constant battle within you and there's a lot of, uh, you don't feel peaceful, you don't feel free. There's a lot of Gods that are connecting you. There's a lot of chains that feel that they are restricting you. But when you are walking, embodying your spirit, you will feel free. And it's not like when you start embodying your higher self, you will completely become free of all these things because it's a buy and buy process. So all these layers you will unlock along your journey, all these conditionings and programmings that you believed. That you believed so strongly, you believed in that mind, in that construct, in that false narrative of mind so strongly that it created, it, it governed your reality. So now that you are becoming aware, all these beliefs will become more and more visible to you because you have just by awakening and questioning the reality and taking accountability for your existence, you have accepted To allow these beliefs to surface and to be dismantled by you. That's how much courage you have signed up for. That's how much courage you are embodying when you're walking this authentic path. So it's not about judging yourself when you realize that once again you are caught up in a particular pattern or a particular belief system is arising within you and you're struggling with it. The greatest task that you can, the greatest thing and the most self-empowering and self-freeing thing that you can do is to observe it and to thank it that, wow, I'm so grateful that this pattern is once again arising in my life. I'm seeing it. I'm looking at it from a different angle now and I am so sure and I am so grateful for it that this particular pattern arising for me in this particular time and me dismantling it and me learning so much from it is going to be something that my future self will thank me for and all these tools that i am going to gain from this experience will be used for me to expand and evolve even further moving forward
0: now the another thing about mind is that all the problems all the suffering and even the pleasure everything arises in us in form of psychological suffering or psychological happiness everything is psychological first majority of the suffering we go through it's not like continuously your body is in pain but still you are suffering you can be perfectly healthy everything is fine in your body but psychologically you are suffering and the mind and body are really much connected It's been scientifically proven that if you have a certain kind of thought and if you're thinking, if you're constantly thinking about it, then your body starts believing it. If you are thinking negatively about your body, it is affecting your body. If you're thinking positively about your body, it is affecting you in that manner. So mind and body are very much connected. So if psychologically, you're always focused on the worries, on the problems, on the suffering, So physically, it will show up in the body and more and more in your reality also. Because where your attention goes, energy flows. So the mind is the central point of all your psychological suffering. Because that's where thoughts come. And many of us, a lot of us, they don't suffer from anything in their present reality. Majority of their suffering is just thoughts. There is an inner critic in you. Now that inner critic is shaped by our society, by our conditioning, and even our schooling system. So when you are growing up, you are constantly being judged for something you are not good at. You are constantly being compared to other children. You are constantly being ranked, categorized, graded. A, B, C, it is so normalized, like you are some object, and this creates an inner critic in you. The inner critic in you is just the reflection of our society. It is not actually that that you were born with, it is imposed on you. That inner critic is the reflection of society in you, so whenever you are judging yourself It is not actually the real you, it is the conditioned you, it is your conditioning that you are criticizing yourself for not being good enough. Whenever you find any shortcoming in anything, you are finding yourself extremely judging yourself even in small things because that's what this system does. Everyone is focused on the shortcomings whenever someone does something good. They just appreciate it for one moment and then it's gone. Then again, back to the judgment. So you have to realize that this inner critic is not something that is you. It is your conditioning. And only through awareness, you can unlearn this conditioning. Only by becoming aware, you can choose not to believe in the inner critic. That you see that it is a lie. It is a lie that I am not worthy. It is a lie that I am not enough. And it can only happen when you become aware, when you see this truth, that this inner critic is not me. There should be a disassociation with that inner critic. You have to stop identifying yourself with that inner critic. Because that inner critic is conditioned mind. And the more you believe in the stories of that inner critic, you will stay stuck in a loop, in a toxic cycle, where you are constantly sabotaging yourself. Everything that you do it will find some problem in that no matter it is your best performance It will say that something is lacking here You are always like this you never do enough because that's what everyone told you when you were growing up and you internalized it And you started believing in those stories So you have to stop believing in those stories by becoming more and more self-aware and the best way to become self-aware is definitely meditation Even if you every day start meditating for just 5 minutes, for 10 minutes, if you make it a priority in your life that you take time to meditate, it helps you to see this truth that you are not your thoughts. No other activity helps you to realize this. Usually we are just jumping from one activity to another activity. And all these activities are existing in the mind. The mind is always occupied in one activity, another activity, but in meditation, The mind is never interested. Because this is something opposite. Here you are doing nothing, basically. You are just observing the mind. And it doesn't like that. The mind doesn't want to be the subject. When you are being the consciousness, mind becomes a subject for you. You can see it separately. So if you have never tried meditation before, I would highly recommend that you get into it. It doesn't have to be uh, the traditional one. Whatever helps you to calm down, whatever helps you to slow down in your life, it can be a walk, it can be sitting down and taking a few deep breaths and simply becoming aware of the breath and simply just say in your mind that I am the observer for just a few moments. I'm going to observe whatever that comes in my mind without any judgment. Any thought comes, simply watch it, observe it, and again and again say to yourself that I am the watcher. I am simply the observer. A thought comes and you forget about watching. You completely forget that you were watching. It, It happens in the beginning. Nothing wrong in that. But whenever you remember, oh, I was meditating, I was watching, then again... Come back to the breath, start watching the breath, start observing the mind. The more you train yourself to become the observer, the more you can be the consciousness when the inner critic, when the thoughts are trying to overpower you. Because we all are collectively connected. So if the collective is going through a really fearful time, if the collective is experiencing, you know, like suffering at large, so you may pick up on those thoughts. And you will start feeling that if you believe that every thought that comes in your mind is you, you are suffering the collective. You as individual are comp- perfectly well, but you pick up on the thoughts of the collective. So there is, should be a separation between you and your mind and meditation is a perfect thing for that because it, it is literally the realization that I am the observer, I am the watcher, I am the higher consciousness. And once you are able to align with that consciousness, then thoughts come and go. Meditation is not about controlling thoughts. It's simply about becoming aware of them and seeing them as they are. That it's not me. It's passing by. It's coming and going. And the more you watch it, the more you become centered in that neutral consciousness. And that neutral consciousness is who you really are. It is your higher self. And when you're identified with the stories of the mind, that is ego. When you're identified with your inner critic, that I am not worthy, I am not successful, whatever the case may be. But it is not actually who you are. It is simply a story that the mind is telling you. And you can only see beyond the story when you realize you are not the story. The identification is really strong. And the only way... To be free from the identification is to take some time and prioritizing a basic meditation practice. Anything that helps you to free your mind, to create space in you, to create a calmness in you and to for a moment make you realize that you are simply watching, observing. This watchfulness is meditation.
1: Absolutely, explained so beautifully and integrately. Now, one of the another aspects of meditation that helps to observe and to connect and to separate yourself with the mind, the unconscious mind, is the silence. Whenever you silence yourself, you are sitting in silence, you are not speaking much or you are not in the noise of the world or just you have your earbuds on, or anything that helps you disconnect from the noise of the world, and you spend some time in solitude, you are able to see the noise of your mind so clearly. It becomes so much visible to you that you will be able to notice the futility of it. You will be able to notice like that it's like a jumping monkey, and it's like a chaotic curry that's cooking and it really doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. Now, one of the other things is when you are sitting in silence, try connecting with the sound of silence. Now, the sound of silence is something uh, that I have been experiencing for some, some time now. I came across it through another spiritual teacher. So, imagine that if you were in the outer space. In the outer space, there is no external noise, there is no gravity. You are completely in the dark, starry space. And in that moment, there is a sound of no sound. That very sound is so soothing, it's so impermeable, and it feels like it has been here, it has seen everything. It's the sound of wisdom and yet it doesn't make any noise. So that is what I feel is the sound that you are able to connect with when you are in complete silence. And especially if you cut down from the outer noise. And it's very important to spend some time in that because you will be able to dip into the infinite oceans of your own inner consciousness where there is spaciousness. There is purity, there is clarity and there is nothing that you that is intermingled with you. There is nothing that is attached or stitched to you. So you feel so free, you become so free from it. And you will be able to very instantaneously notice that the mind is always noisy. It's always trying to create new things. It's always trying to connect one thing to another and it really doesn't make sense. But when you will be able to connect yourself with this uh, infinite essence of existence that's always running in the background, just like your higher self is always there with you, guiding you, no matter what your human self is doing, just like you, your infinite consciousness is always present and observant, but you sometimes, you start embodying the ego and disconnect from that consciousness for some time, just like that, this infinite essence of existence, whatever you want to call it, the universe, the source, it's always there. It's always there. So when you spend time in solitude and you connect with this sound of silence, you are able to recognize that this peace that permeates through every single aspect of existence that peace permeates through me and it is my true essence it's my natural way of existence but because you're in this physical body it's very natural it's very it's not it's not like there is something wrong with you that you experience this chatter of the mind because what i feel is that humans would not have been capable of discovering meditation if there wasn't the chatter of the mind The more you experience all these contrasting things, the more you are pulled towards your highest self, your true soul essence, your original essence and the more you are able to, the more capable you become of self-awareness. So definitely connect with it.
0: Definitely silence is powerful and there is a great quote by Rumi that silence is the truth, all else is poor translation. And we rarely spend time in silence because we want everything to have an end to it. For example, you do any activity, you get something out of it. What will you get out of silence? We are conditioned in such a way in this world where we only do things when we get something out of it. You go to work, you get money, you go to your college, school. You get your degree or whatever. So, when someone tells you, just sit down in silence for a moment, your mind will say, What will you get out of it? There is no entertainment for sure. (laughs) There is no fun. It's boring for the mind. But it's only boring until you realize that there is something higher in you, there is something deeper in you. That you are not just the wave, you are the ocean. Now, this silence can also make you realize that there is a deeper truth to you than all your identifications, than all your illusions and one powerful thing beyond space and time. The mind always exists in time. It is existing on the basis of past, present and future. Majority of the problems that we worry about or the problems that we think about are related to making our future better. That tomorrow I have to take care of this. I have to plan about this. This is my vision. I have to do something about it. Or else you are suffering from the past. Maybe a breakup. Maybe something that was really traumatizing in the past. But majority of the thoughts are linked past and future and in the middle is literally we are giving five percent attention to what is truth which is this now moment when we become spiritual when we awaken at first we realize this that present moment is the truth present moment is always here but again when we get indulged in the reality We stop living there. We all know the power of now, this moment. But I would like to ask you, and you should ask yourself, how often do you live there? How often do you live in the here and now? How often are you aware of the power of this present moment? How often are you realizing that only this moment is all there is? After one hour, it will be the present moment. Everything is a series of now moments. Time is an illusion of the mind. It is a concept that we created for our own convenience. But we have become a slave of it. This is the one of the greatest realizations one can have when they become free from the mind. They can start living outside of time. This concept of time is very limiting. Because the more you are thinking about securing the future... You can't live in the unknown. The mind is really afraid of uncertainty. And because of this time thing, you're always looking forward to the future. And when you are looking forward to the future, you want it to be safe. You want it to be certain.
1: You want it to be fixed.
0: You need a constant security. This is why living in the moment is not just important, but it's a necessity. Because this is the truth. You are living in lives of the tomorrow. You are trying to secure something that will happen in the form of present moment. So definitely I'm not saying that you should altogether stop having a vision about your future self. Don't take it literally, but try to understand me that why are you always in your head, get out of your head and get in the moment. So when we ask ourselves this question, we realize that we never do that. And all of our our lives, we are running just so that we can take care of ourselves, our family. If you ask anyone that why do you do, you know, most of the things, you would say that, you know, I want to feed my children, I want to take care of myself, I need a roof over my head.
1: There's always a physical evidence attached to it.
0: But... When it comes to actually doing those things, you are doing all those things for food, right? But when you are eating food, you are not even there.
1: You are doing those things in a mechanical or a robotic way.
0: Not just that, you are thinking inside your head about more. What do I have to do more? This is the most important part of your life. You are running all around the world, basically, so that you can have a food on your table you can have a roof over your head so you can provide your family but even while you are doing that you are not there so what's the point of doing all that what's the point of running around when you can't even be still and enjoy just a meal with your family
1: there is never going to be an end
0: and there is never going to be end of this ego this running of the mind It will constantly chase the next thing. And the most important thing is to realize that what really matters to you. Because everything that matters, it is not in the future. It is here and now.
1: Everything that matters to you, it will bring fulfillment to you in the present moment. Because the ego or the mind, it's always operating in the time and space continuum. That I will have this achievement, I have this goal. And then when you will reach that goal, there will be another. There will be no end. So you are always running. And in that rush, in that hurry, in that run, your life, you've lost it completely.
0: And for the very thing that you are running, like I said, food. Everyone you ask, you know, why are you doing it? So that I can eat, so that I can sleep. But while you are doing those things, you are not there. You are again worried, what will I do tomorrow? So, when you are being free from the mind, when you are working on it, When you are giving attention towards that, you are also becoming free from time, from the illusion of time. And that is one of the most powerful things because it instantly shifts your vibration. When you are in the 3D, you are governed by time. You are governed by the matrix. You are governed by the fear. And this is the major difference between 3D and 5D. In 5D, you know that only the present moment is all there is and the moment you are in the moment a lot of energy is freed all the energy that was being wasted on thinking about the worries of the tomorrow being you know be feeling guilty for the past all that energy is freed and now you can experience the moment
1: because you are connecting to your multi-dimensional nature a lot of the times when you're in your mind you lose your creativity you lose your playfulness you lose your joy you lose that bliss that is your natural state of existence, because you're always stressed, you're always thinking about something, and that something will have no end, there will be no end to numbers, There will no there, there is no end to the amount of money that you can earn, there is no end to the amount of, you know, whatever it is that you measure your worth or your de- deservingness by, there is no end to all of these things, that's why it, it feels like a loop because it is a loop. It is a trap. And the very core of the spiritual journey is to unlearn everything that is trapping your true original essence. To say it in brief. That's what the core of it is. Because when you become free, and by saying that you're becoming free, you become free from within yourself. It's not like, There is someone who is going to come and free you. You free yourself.
0: And unless you free yourself from your own mind, you will never have the courage to follow your higher calling. Because your higher calling, your purpose, your authentic self requires you to go into the unknown, to journey into the unknown, and you will not
1: experience the physical evidence of it instantaneously.
0: And everything is uncertain. You will not get physical evidence right away, so your human self will freak out, the mind will freak out. So you need patience and you need courage to walk this journey. And that courage can only come from the realization that I am consciousness and mind is a tool and I am using the mind, I am not letting the mind use me. It is a tool. Simply learn to use it. Don't let it use you. And that can only happen when you know yourself as consciousness, as awareness, as the neutral observer. And the irony is that it's not just about freeing yourself from the mind. It's actually freeing you from yourself. Being free from yourself. The idea of who you think you are. The most, notion.
1: Most people are attached to this idea as a sense of their personality that this personality that I'm showing off on social media or showing off to other people is who I really am. So, I have to maintain that personality. But your original self is your infinite nature, it's beyond all these titles, these uh, categories, unboxable.
0: So, by listening to this podcast, definitely you will have a different understanding. But you will not become free ultimately you need to experience that consciousness on your own you will need to gather the courage to experience that consciousness through meditation through any other practice that resonate with you but the key is that you need to experience it when you know yourself as the ocean why will the waves bother you Mm. But if you listen to other waves talking about being the ocean, it's their experience. It's not yours. This is just like a talk right now. But it can become a living experience when you go into it. When you take time to meditate, when you take time to be the observer, when you take time to slow down, just live in the moment, just be in the silence. When you make these things a priority, Make your consciousness, your spirit a priority in your life. And stop letting the mind, the ego run your life.
1: And also not instantaneously believing every thought that you receive or just projecting it or taking instant action upon it, which is is being reactionary. But really becoming aware and realizing that I'm not going to become a slave of my mind. I'm going to sit with this whatever I'm experiencing right now I'm going to sit with this I'm going to become aware and I'm going to see how my higher self guides me through this and I'm going to wait for my higher self to emerge or for me to connect with my higher self through this noise piercing through this noise and I will be able to feel clearer, clearer on my journey I don't have to be or exist the way way that I have existed for such a long time which is in my mind
0: and your higher self is not something a part of mind, part of time a part of this physical realm your higher self is beyond that, it is beyond time and space it is beyond thought so if you don't have any experience of yourself beyond this box that we call mind how can you even comprehend the infinite the mind can't when you drop the mind when you set it aside then only something from the higher consciousness can penetrate into you and you can experience that
1: the mind can also not comprehend your journey your purpose or your the miracles that are awaiting you that's why every time you're governed by your mind and you look for results you're not able to create Something new or something miraculous. It only happens from the heart. It only happens from infinite trust. And choosing faith over fear.
0: And that's whole another topic. That we would like to talk about. Maybe in another episode. That how the heart is the portal. To access the higher consciousness. To access your higher self. And literally live in the moment. Because the mind is logical. Mind is Logical, logical about everything. It is. It wants certainty. It is always fearful about the future. It lives in the worries of tomorrow. Only when you drop the mind and get into your heart center, you can have a deep trust in your own calling.
1: I think we have touched this topic somewhere in the podcast titled From Seriousness to Playfulness.
0: So realize that you are not your thoughts. You are not what you think you are. You are much more than that. And be free from yourself. Much love to you all.
1: And stay blessed.